Welcome, everybody, to the One Point Safety Podcast. I'm here with the whole crew today, but there's only one place to start. Only one place to start. And that is with the NFL season is back, boys. How are we feeling? Let's go. Go, Lions. Come on. Oh, God. (laughs) All right, we got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about... Our teams, predictions in the NFL season coming up, fantasy football, everyone is on their phones. Need someone to take a lead here. Yeah, let's go. It's, let's go. It's 2023 fan, er, NFL football, fantasy football is here. We've been waiting for it. The hype train left the station for the Lions probably four months ago. So I'm on it. Smith's on it. Got Geiger here. Rond. Rond. Um, yeah. Ron's I'm on it. On I'm definitely not on the train. Yeah, we know. You're yeah. on the NFL's back, baby, train, though. The I'm NFL is back, baby. We got football on tonight. Real football, not that preseason bullshit. We got real NFL football, real implications, all going down to February. Yeah, let's go. All right, so we've been waiting all year for this, right? Got through the draft. We got through OTAs. We got through training camps. Kind of got out of training camp and OTAs. Pretty injury-free. You know, you think back to, you know, fantasy football drafts where someone's like, I just drafted Jordy Nelson in the third, and then the very next play he tears his ACL in a preseason dead. game. He's like, oh, he's out for the year. So he's gone. But, yeah, we got Detroit, Kansas City kicking it off Thursday night, primetime, defending Super Bowl champs against historically one of the worst franchises in the NFL. But we're here for it, and I can't wait. So, All right, so let's jump into some of the storylines of the NFL season. First, I think the biggest one, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, right? Yeah, instant like, contenders. Instant contenders. They had arguably the worst quarterback play in the NFL, possibly in the NFL history. You went from Zach Wilson to Mike White. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. And then back to Zach Wilson and then back to Mike White. It was not good. But, uh, yeah, I have to say, like, they went uh, defensive rookie and offensive rookie of the year last year with Sauce and Wilson. And they were already, you know, in contention. So you throw in a back-to-back MVP uh, three years back, and I don't, I don't know what there's not to like about the Jets this year. I think they're instant contenders. You also put them on hard knocks. Right, NF, the NFL has come out and said, these are our team to watch. Watch these guys. Right. Yeah. And, and as the Lions being on it last year, you, I didn't realize how much of a national pull Hard Knocks had for getting you to root for a team. Hard Knocks does a fantastic job. The Jets, they're garbage. I don't like them. But you put them, you put them on Hard Knocks, and the world falls in love with them. And the NFL has come out and said, right, with that backing of Hard Knocks, come out and said, this is the team to watch this year. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and <clears throat> trying to think of other big moves that happened this year, too. Jimmy G went, or no, he was at... Jimmy G's in Las Vegas, just restructured his contact, <clears throat> gave the Raiders an extra $17 million in cap space. Um, Derek Carter yeah. Saints. That was Derek the Carter other thing, Saints. too. Yep. So, you know, Saints kind of going from, what do we do post-Breeze? And now, they, what they try? Jameis Winston, uh, Tyson Hill, none of it really panned out. Um, can't guard Mike is back, uh, Mike Thomas. And you got Derek Carr, 
who I was surprised the Raiders moved on from, if I'm being honest. I don't think they're really upgraded there. And I mean, it's I know that's that's your team, Geiger, and you love them, but... Yeah, no, we just moved on to a, a player that has more history of injury but can be an electric quarterback, and he's a beautiful man. So. He is a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> Very that, chiseled features. <laughs> that chin line is wonderful. What I else think, can you ask for? I think another storyline is that we have three rookie quarterbacks that are getting the start. Yeah. Right? They were drafted high. They are all good prospects, but they all announced that they're starting for their team. And I think that's a huge storyline that not necessarily change from last year, but just something new this year of you have teams that are excited. Yeah, they're going to go, you know, under nine and eight or, you know, whatever it's going to be, but they're excited. Their franchises are excited. And so we're going to see with three rookie quarterbacks start this year. Yeah, who do, who are the rookie quarterbacks? Uh, Anthony Richardson. Indy. And then you got Carolina, got Bryce, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. And then uh, um, Houston. CJ Stroud. CJ yeah. Don't sleep on CJ. Don't sleep on CJ. I'll be really interested to see how he does. Yeah, he's got to shake that curse of Ohio State. And I think all three of them are electric in their own way, yeah. right? They're just they're the new quarterback that's coming out. They're young. They can throw the ball. They're athletic. They can run. I mean, just all those things are from when we grew up watching football, where the only thing you did was stay in the pocket. Right. To what we're seeing now, it's one. It's electric to watch, and yeah. two, it's a dynamic that defenses have to deal with. So to see yeah. three of them come out and. They're the Patrick Mahomes prototype mm-hmm. and see what they're able to do. I think that's exciting. Yeah. Do you like starting your rookie quarterbacks or do you like them playing underneath the, and get tutelage? I'd like um, to see tutelage. That's always been my standpoint. Yep. They should be holding a clipboard at least for the first year. Yeah, talking to the mic. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk, just get in here. I'm, yeah. I'm on the opposite end of that. I'll take a rookie. Let them know. You know what the year one is, right? It's. You, you take them year one, they're going to learn. I'm just worried you could ruin them. Yeah, I, this is all, my always my thought was more quarterbacks are ruined in the NFL because of situations where they throw them in. Like, I think Sam Darnold was ruined. I don't know yeah. necessarily say that he's a bad quarterback. He just went to a shitty team in the Jets, and they didn't give him any protection, and he had no chance to succeed. And that's what I would worry about starting him right off. I mean, Literally, Anthony Richardson has never stepped foot on the sidelines of a professional football game. And you want him to lead his team? I don't know. That yeah. that would freak me out a little bit. Even Bryce Young from Alabama. Like, sure. I get it's Alabama, but, I mean, he's on a whole new playing field now. But but everyone, you know, Alabama is a little bit different because so many people get drafted by them. They get drafted from Alabama. But you got to think. That's why the whole, uh, you know, do a – could Alabama, their best Alabama team, beat the worst football team, right, when the Browns were 0-16? No, no, they can't because every single one of those people on the Browns team were drafted. So not every one of Alabama's players are drafted. right? And so I just think there's a huge difference between college and NFL, and no matter how much a quarterback's ready, we've just seen it. Look at Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be generational, just a stud. I think this year Jacksonville – has a lot of upside, but he didn't. They did not look good. It was Urban Meyer too. Yeah, that that no no. It was Urban Meyer's fault, right? But at the same time, even that much talent still needed a little bit of time of development. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Sat behind Brett Favre for three years. Yep. Came in, lit this lit the league on fire. Right. They also had the advantage of having Brett Favre. 
Agreed. So we're, I'm talking about the worst teams in NFL. They draft their number one star of the franchise QB. <clears throat> you start them. I see it, and I say, so what is CJ Stroud going to learn from Davis Mills? Well, nothing, but he'll learn <laughs> the more, game. <clears throat> yeah, I, it's more time to develop. Yeah, I, I just it would just worry me that because look at look at Zach Wilson's a great example. Started him right away, not any good. Never had a shot. Real, I mean, he played one season. Couldn't it just be that he's bad? It could be that he's bad, but there's a then there's a lot of really really bad. There's a lot of misses then. But we don't I, know that either. So my thought is like, all right, you throw your rookie quarterback in there, and you go, let's take the Bears with Justin Fields. You go two and fifteen or three and fourteen, whatever they were. Why not just give him the year? And then go three and thirteen with your crappy quarterback, and let him have a chance to like learn the playbook, understand the speed of the game. Patrick Mahomes is no different. He sat for almost an entire season, yeah. and they rolled. again they had Alex Smith though. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, I, I don't care. I don't but, care who the quarterback so is. So you're gonna have a you're gonna have a garbage can back there, so sure. that your number one draft pick can rest. Yeah. Okay. I would rather I would rather do that. Learn rather than putting a twenty one year old now Benson or. What's his name? Bennett. Stenson Bennett. Yeah, Stenson Bennett for the Rams. I mean, that guy's like thirty, so he's, he's about fine. to retire. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's closer to retiring than he is a rookie. Yeah, I agree. But he's going to be able to sit behind Stafford and play for a year and retire. Play for a year and retire. I mean, you're talking about teams that have prestigious quarterbacks, or Alex Smith was was there. But well, yeah, I agree. We're, um, we're, and we're talking. Marty and I are talking about success stories, but. I don't care who it is. I would rather still him sit behind for just a year. What's a year? Rather than him getting the shit kicked out of him because your offensive line is a piece of shit. So would you rather run run your number one quarterback that you've just spent your number one pick on behind a shitty offensive line so he can get dead the first year? Is that what we want to do? Or just shake his confidence so he never comes Reps back. are very important, though. Like what? They're going to learn the playbook and play get reps, or they're going to learn the playbook and wear a headset. I they would need to get the in-game reps. I, I agree, but what if your offensive line is absolutely shit? So okay, he sits for a year. You have the exact same record you're expecting with him in there. Um, realistically, the fan base will say it won't be that way, but not very often in the NFL has it gone the other way. Uh, I think maybe Cam Newton might be the one person that comes to my mind where he came in his rookie year, played and was electric. Um, but like, okay, so you're. Three and 12. Yeah, two games left. Put him in there. Let him get some reps. Right? You're not, I mean, even if he wins, great. Your fan base is fired up. I'm good with them starting a quarterback for the first six games. Fine. Half a year. They're not going to win anything anyway. Is Indianapolis going to contend for anything? No. 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 So So that's completely different than what you were saying before. Why? Because you're talking six games versus. Well, no, I'm saying. A year would be, pr- I would rather have a year, but even six games. Let them get just the feel for what a game is before you throw them in there and then get completely killed. See, I'm okay with that, what you said there. Yeah. Is I'll give them six games because you're going to sh- you're gonna show the fan base, the quarterback that you have, mm-hmm. the veteran quarterback. They're going to be garbage. Who is it? Is it and, but Jacoby pick, Brissett? But pick something? any of them. Pick any team. Give me the veteran. He's going to throw too many picks. You know, the offense is going to be stagnant. The fans are going to start cheering. Right. You know, fuck off. And then, you know, week seven after a bye week, you start him and let him have the rest of the season. I'd be fine with that. The the other thing that we're not talking about here, too, is, like, he's got to win the job. 
Like I can't mm, just. They were the worst team. No, the, you, but no. You, Anthony Richardson doesn't he, need to win no job. No. You don't think no, so? No. You think he can go into camp and be clearly worse, and he's going to start? I don't know if he'll start, but he's still going to be QB number one. Like yep. in his, in his, in the coach, they're not going to waste a number one pick. Look at Zach Wilson. He's horrible. Yeah, no. But they still made him quarterback because you don't spend a first round pick. Yeah, but and then the, never start him. I mean, that's never going to happen. Unless you're Trey Lance. Are you talking about? Are we still talking about the first year? Or I don't know. I don't know. What I we're mean, talking. I'm just saying. Like in camp, he still has to be better. I, I think the team could also create a situation where he's going to be better. If you want your rookie to start, you don't find a suitable backup. Yeah, you, I, you don't. You don't bring sure. in somebody to truly compete. You bring in somebody to make sure he's getting the reps. Well, that's like Will Lovis. He went to. I don't know, wherever he went. If you're drafted in the first 10 picks in the draft, you're starting. You're starting. Yeah. So why not do it with the QBs? Off the rip. I, I just don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I just first said, though, like, you can't go in with that practice rep chemistry. Like, I just I just don't feel it, right? Like, you got to have the leadership in the huddle. you got to have the leadership. you got to have the leadership, like, oh, there he is. in the action. You can't get that action going out and jumping into the heat, like, immediately. I just think you need some time to, to develop. He'll get the game knocked out of him, right? He'll get his career knocked out of him. Have been, okay, perfect example, Andrew Luck. You don't think he could have benefited from a year on the bench, let them get their offensive line together? He literally got the career knocked out of him before he actually start. I mean, he had, was on a good trajectory, couldn't play anymore, didn't want to play anymore because he was getting the shit kicked out of him. I think he's sitting a year behind could have helped. All right. Moving on because we spent Do you literally know what a, that? A star running back. A star running back. What, what is a going segway. <laughs> Yeah. A segue. Yes. All right. What in the hell is going on with running backs right now? You can draft a running back in the seventh round, start him, and win the Super Bowl. Hello, Isaiah Pacheco. Yes. Check and check, please. Yep. Check I mean, and check. Running please. backs, they, they want to get all of their money and they want to get paid and get these big contracts. But like I was saying earlier, what you do is you just you just run them till they're basically dead, and then cut them four years in and draft the next one. Because guess what? Unless you get a generational talent, you can get production if you have a good offensive line from a lot of different guys. I, I think that's the end of the story. I think that is the <laughs> end of the story. It, it, it's, it's no different than like wide receivers 15 years ago, right? When it was just a run first game. They were undervalued. Well, it's a pass-first game now. Yep. And it, true. I don't blame any running back holding out trying to get money, but they have zero leverage. That's the, like, None. All the players deserve to get their money if they can get it. The, the problem is they're not getting their money, and I don't blame a franchise for signing any, for not signing someone. Well, the reason they're not getting the money is because the teams know they don't have to give them the yep. money because they can go out and get somebody else. There's Put no them leverage. in there. It's just like capitalism. The market will dictate what you get paid. That's why wide receivers get paid a shitload because it's a passing league. Well, guess what? If you were worth the money, you would get paid the money. Yeah. But there's too many examples. You know who kind of f- fucked running backs all up? Saquon Barkley. No. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. <laughs> Todd Gurley got his money and then produced nothing after that, and it really screwed the Rams. And so everyone's afraid of that. Yeah. It doesn't help that Philly has Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, and one other, like Benny Snell, or I don't remember who it was, but they have like three yeah, running back producing running backs, and they're paying like $8 million a year combined. And right. one guy wants 12 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
what did uh Saquon get? I think he got like eleven million. Yeah, like which, one million over what he wanted. Yeah, but there's like a whole bunch of like incentive based bonuses and yep. stuff like that. And which, it's a one year contract. Yeah. Yeah. Which for a running back after four years you're done. Yep. So yeah, the running backs, I don't know. We got a guy wearing an Elliott jersey here. Perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah what are you what, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, let's get on, on that. down there. What's what's it? What is that? But, like the Patriots, okay, so sixty percent inside the red zone rushing, right? Elliott, 86% conversion from one to three yards. He's going to eat some touchdowns. He's going to. He's going to have that good short yardage. He's going to convert first downs. He's going to do work. Like, Belichick is not going to just pick a guy up because he's a bum. When has Belichick picked up a bum and, and like, only kept two backs on the roster? Yeah. But, so, where, where do you think that he lands in the running back? Like, so, there's 32 starting running backs. Where do you think he is? I'm, I mean... Optimistically, I think he's a top fifteen back. I don't. Did think you even listen like to what you just out. said? I don't think he's going to be amazing, but I, I think that he's going to get some good good red zone work. I think he's going to propel that offense to some more first downs that they weren't privy to last year. And as long as their defense stays top five, I mean that revitalizes that team and it gives Stevenson some time to rest and maybe take take more reps I, down the long runs. So I, I go ahead. No, I was going to say. He's a one-year deal for six million. If you could, if you would have told me four years ago you could have Zeke Elliott for for six sure. million, you would have taken that every time. Hundred percent. Yeah. But his every day of the week, his productions fall off just like every other running back. I don't a thousand carries ago. If you could have told me a thousand carries ago, you could have him for that. I don't yeah. think that Zeke is the best running back on his own team. And you think he's going to be top fifteen? Agree. I also don't think the only thing I didn't like about what you said there. Is Zeke's going to revitalize that offense? I think they. I think their running game was their strong suit last year. The Patriots' offensive line is god awful. That doesn't help for that running backs. Help running backs or Mac Jones, for that matter. Speaking yeah. of someone who might get the career, he he might be done after this year. Honestly, that could be. But I mean, even still, fifty-two first downs, twelve touchdowns on two hundred and thirty-one carries last year. That's yeah. not. That's not garbage. Okay. I mean, if he was good, why didn't Dallas keep him? Well, because they have Pollard, and, he, and his contract was uh, he's hurt. Well, either way, but still, like <laughs> I'm just saying, like they they saw then they had Pollard, right? There was no incentive to try to like renegotiate a contract with him. He already had a contract. Zeke had a Zeke had a big contract with him. So if the only reason that they got rid of him, maybe would be is because his contract sucked, and someone picked it and got to pick it up or whatever. Yeah, so most of those. Uh, there's out on the back end. In the oh, contract, yeah, voidable right? years or whatever. It's not even it's voidable called? years, but you pay all your money up front, and then you spread the signing bonus over. So, like, your guaranteed money generally on the back end of a contract is going to be low. Secondly, Pollard wouldn't sign an extension either. He's looking for free agency after this year. Oh, boy. Because the Cowboys suck. The Cowboys suck. We all agree on that. Well, maybe not. I don't know. You're – well, that's yeah, – They made the playoffs, so they're better than some. Ugh. Uh, speaking of – quarterbacks and making playoffs, where do we think Tua's going to land with Miami? Because at Miami, there's no faster team in the NFL than the Miami offense. You got Waddle, you got Tyreek Hill, and you got Tua. Have you seen him this training camp? Mm-hmm. guy put on some pounds. He had to he because had, yeah. he was dead. <laughs> I know, I'm, but I'm saying. That was dead. my segue, getting the career knocked out of you. This is happening right. in Miami <laughs> right now. Where's Tua end up? Probably the sideline because he's going to be in an emergency room because he's going to get hit the shit knocked out of him again. I will say this. The only highlights I saw of Tua in the preseason was him falling properly. Yes. Well, he the, needs. that's the most important thing for him right now. I 
do you think I'm out on a limb or crazy when I say that Tua is one concussion away from the NFL forcing him to retire? 100%. This, yes. this year, let's yes. say. Yes. Right. I would say maybe five years down the road, let's say he doesn't yep. have any and gets a concussion. Yeah, okay. The Lions had a running back. I don't, yeah, Jahavid Best. Thank you. That They ended his – that was impressive. Thank you. <laughs> that they, the NFL stepped in and said, you're done. And we watched a guy literally collapse on the field, and I'm not talking about uh, – the the Buffalo player we're talking Hamlin. about. Thank you. We're talking about Tua. Yeah. If he, you're right. If he gets one good hit and we watch him drop, they, we have to shut him down. And I mean the NFL forever. Yes. Forever. Every NFL player is one hit away from the end of their career. Tua is legitimately past, like, like, past that. He is past that. He's yeah. he's a cat with nine lives, and he's he's used all nine of them. Don't know how he's still yeah. here. He's a zombie cat. He's, he's on I mean, 10 Tua and is. Yeah. Zombie cat. <laughs> We're not talking like an Aaron Donald coming off free, just smothering to a. We're talking about someone kind of bumps into. Yeah, him, like right? a, like an arm, like he's getting pushed and an arm to the helmet, and he goes down and his fingers go all weird. Yeah. We all saw it. It was terrifying. Oh yeah. He could get knocked over by his own offensive lineman. Tua forgets the duck coming off the the bus. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, guy here. Uh, all right, Sean Payton. We're just going through storylines. Sean Payton, Denver, Russell Wilson. My thought on here is when Russell Wilson was in Seattle, he was a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think he's played his way out of the Hall of Fame in Denver this first year. What do we think is going to happen there? One thing that I like about Sean Payton, and he is calling out Russell Wilson's bullshit. Oh, I love it. Like He is not taking yep. any crap. He is... Sean Payton has effectively taken control of that team where Hackett just failed at that and has told Russell Wilson, you need to focus on football. Like You need to stop everything else, and you need to produce on the field. And I like it. I yeah, have, I stop have, focusing on Russell Incorporated. Yeah. So what, it, we're not going to see any scary sandwiches from Russell Wilson or anything? That's dangerous. Oh, dangerous. <laughs> Denver opens up 0-3. Does like he that. get benched? It's, he's not Sean Payton's guy. Yeah. He doesn't have the team. Sean Payton's going to be there long after yes. Russell Wilson's going to be gone. If they... uh, no, I don't think 0-3. I think 0-5, you're looking at it. But, okay, I think it's going to be if Sean Payton believes in him. If Sean Payton goes back to brass and says, no, 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 I want, like, I think we can make him work, then I think they give him the whole year, as long as Sean Payton says it. But if Sean Payton, after three losses, goes back and says, this guy don't know how to play football. Hot take. Russell Wilson will not be on Denver next year. I think that's a fair he's call. He's getting paid $50 million through 2028. I think he's going to be starting for a while. No. Regardless of what, but even if he, if, even if you are paying him, who cares if he starts, if he's not producing on the field? Like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's a sunk cost. It sucks that you're, that you get, you committed all this money to them. But if he's not producing, who cares what yeah. he's doing? I mean, look at, look at Trey what Lance a, at San Francisco. Fifty million to these guys is nothing, right? I'm the Broncos. I'm putting him at. I'm putting uh, Russell Wilson at my local Walmart. Cause that's who owns the team. Have him greet. That's Get seven fifty. Somebody's going to pick. Somebody's going to pick him up. Yeah. There's going to be a desperate franchise that will bring him in. Yeah. Indianapolis because uh, okay. Anthony Richardson's hurt because he put him in too soon. Russell but. Wilson has dead. <laughs> Russell Wilson has a dead cap hit in 2026 of 32 million. That's a spicy meatball. He's. These GMs, after that, it's twelve million, and then the year after that, it's four million. So, like twenty twenty six, you're just gonna eat thirty two million. Well, you, you have to always understand too that 
the cap your, goes your up. cap's going to go up. So you just hope at some point that you just put, kick that can down the line enough to be able to cash that check. Restructure the deal, spread it out over a couple of years. These guys are wizards. And, they are. And we, when I mentioned Trey Lance earlier, it still applies that you gave up three first round picks for him, and he started a total of fifty Two. snaps. Like, I mean, realistically, and you know what they did? They cut their losses. Don't throw good money after bad. If he can't play, if Russell Wilson can't make you win or help you win, if he's playing like he did last year, you got to cut him. Does it suck? Absolutely it sucks. You made a horrible decision, just like the Niners did. But they said, you know what? We're done. We're done with Trey Lance. We're done with this experiment. What's really going to be funny is let's say Dak goes down. Here's a good question. Dak goes down in Dallas. Trey Lance comes in, plays Lights out. Is Kyle Shanahan and the GM in trouble? I think you're forgetting about Cooper Rush. Thank you very much. Uh, no, the, I'm I not. Think he's second string. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even don't. know if Cooper Rush is on that team anymore. Yes. No, I he think would know because him. Central. No, you're they thinking of. Gabbard. Did they pick him back up? Will Greer or whatever. Yeah. Blink Gabbard. Uh, wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a minute. <laughs> I th- I think uh, even if they did want out of his contract. Next year, I think there's going to be a team out there that's going to be like, well, he's definitely better than what we have for Russell Wilson. But next year, it's $89 million. So, like, that's a, at a $220 million cap space, and they have to eat $89 million that year. $89 yeah. million in one year? Yes. It keeps going down because they have guaranteed money in these contracts. That's a... That's a they just That's why up. I say it's always on the back end where you can get out of contracts because so, they... They're going to restructure the deal. They're going to have to. Something's yeah. going to have to. Because, I mean, you can... Is you it can all tr- guaranteed? It's not... Man, well, if it's not guaranteed, out. then you just cut the no, fucking guy. It's, it's dead, It's basis. dead though, because uh, they already they already gave him a signing bonus, right? So that money's already being spread across. So there's signing bonus and guaranteed money. That's going to turn into dead money. Um, So, yeah. We got a comment from Jen LaFleur... He wants to talk about Lions stuff. He says, the addition of Lions running back Jameer Gibbs is huge. Gibbs catches the ball t- a ton. Montgomery as number two running back gives Lions a solid run game. Montgomery as number two running back. You is that Montgomery as number, You don't put Montgomery as number two. He's your, work, your workhorse. I'm not a Lions fan, so I don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be a 1A, 1B yeah. all day. Um, it reminds me what I'm hoping this is what I'm hoping. Mind you, Jamar Gibbs has never played a down in the NFL. So he could suck. We were all really jumping for joy for DeAndre Swift, too. Uh, is and carry on Johnson. Is it turns into, and Jahabit Best. Is it turns <laughs> hey, he into, was really good. He just got. Into dead. like a Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara combo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see Gibbs coming in on the slot a lot, like lining up with Montgomery. That's Yeah. What, yeah. Well, we need him to because Jamison Williams is suspended again. What, a, what an idiot. I have. I said, Jamison Williams is an idiot. I'm I like, agree. What are you doing? Yeah. You're killing the team. You're ah. killing your team. Good odds. Can't pass those up. <laughs> <laughs> that parlay was calling for him. Ah, that was a good parlay. You yeah. literally just had to walk across the street, and this wouldn't be a conversation. <laughs> so close, but yet so far so away. So far. Uh, I wonder if he won the bet. I, you know, I wanted, I always want to know, anytime that like an NFL bet comes out, I want to know what the bet was, what the wager was, what the potential payout was, yeah. and if they, the if they won or not. Yeah. Right? Like, what was so much show, more show me important? Your yeah. Show me your bets. Yeah, like, 100%. Give me those receipts. Uh, you know FanDuel has it, because that's how they caught oh, him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every every 
that's recorded. So yeah, absolutely, it's there. <sighs> so I'm I'm wondering with the Lions, the hype train has it ever been choo, higher? Choo. No, the, nah. the the Lions have never been higher. Now that teams are looking out for the Lions, right? Like it's not just a okay, we're gonna beat them on the schedule when sure. know, Cincinnati's playing them. It's a game that they have to watch out for because the Lions are expected to be really, really good. Do you think like, that's gonna do you think that's gonna hurt the Lions? Like I think that's gonna not be great for them because they're not gonna be able to sneak up on anyone. They're on everyone's radar now. Just like the Jets are. The Jets two years ago, laughing stock. Lions two years ago, laughing stock. Now I can see you over there rolling your eyes. Um your team's no better. You know, <laughs> your your points no you, have, you have guys that your believe, Marty. No <laughs> your guys believe. Better. Okay, let's go. Oh, well, hello, Geiger, the guy that left being a Lions fan. No one believed. You think there were people in that locker room that believed four years ago? I don't think belief is going to get them to where okay. you guys are projecting right. them at. Well, we're we, hoping that hey, this is from Marty, right? Yeah, Marty. Like how the Chiefs were supposed to finish last in the division and ended up winning the Super Bowl. Hot, hot take. <laughs> hot take. All right. So what do you got? Let's just talk about it, right? We're all Lions fans. Yeah. How I, do you think the Lions are going to do this year? Ten and seven. Uh, did you say we're all Lions fans? I said y'all. You oh, all I thought are you Lions said we're no. We got like. I think he did say that. He though. did say. He said we are all Lions fans. <laughs> all right. Clip it. Look it at the tape. We're looking at the tape. All right. Okay. How many wins? It is. Oh, God. This is so dumb. <laughs> You're so dumb. I, know, I love it. I love it. 10 and 7, we win the division. I don't know, Marty. With the, the expectations that the Lions that, have like, this year, that they they're so the high, I don't see them getting to that many wins this year. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I hit a button for Adam to talk. Oh, God. Gotcha. I, I, I mean, they took the, they put three picks into the defense this year. That was their Achilles heel last year, right? Like, they were, they were the top-scoring offense for the first six games and couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, they were a sieve. So and we added they to the back end. If they added to the back end on that, what do you got? You got Gardner, J, or Gardner Johnson, Sutton, and Mosley now picking up on that back end for the secondary. Like, yeah. you're going to slow some teams down now, and if that offense can maintain production, you got a chance. I want to go, go this way, non-Lions fans. Where do you have us? Uh, I have the Lions at 9-8. and eight. That's where I think. I think they're going to be just over 500, just I like the Steelers. I would also be happy with that. So record. what do you think, Brad? What's we'll go? We'll I, I got them at eleven wins. I, wow! Okay. Holy cow! They got a pretty. They got a pretty favorable schedule. When they didn't you look make the past playoffs. The Chiefs. Yeah, that's true. But eleven wins. How many wins did they have last year? Nine. Nine. So that that's where I get to. Right. You you talk about how many wins? Eleven sounds like a lot. We had nine wins. Yes, it's a different season. But to think of another year together, the talent that we have acquired through the offseason and through the draft to get two more wins, I think is very reasonable. I'm there at 11 and six as well. 11 and six. Rob, the voice of the the Lions fan. A little bit more level-headed than everybody else, but and I hope I'm wrong. I haven't met seven and ten. I think Jared Goff over, overperformed at the end of the last year, and I don't think he can replicate that. Agreed 100%. It was something like he... Hope I'm wrong. Hope you're wrong. He didn't throw an interception in like 400 passes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Can he, he replicate say, that? Right. So that's the problem. I, and I think that whatever Jared Goff goes... Decreases in, in quality, the team can pick him up. The offensive line is the third best offensive line in the league. He's, he's with Ben Johnson, his offensive coordinator again. I think that the, uh, Dan Campbell even said this as we were losing games at the beginning of last season where he would go to Jared and say, Jared, 
just don't turn the ball over. I think those are things that we can have a strong running game. Our defense is better, not great. And we've improved in all facets. I think that we can, even if Jared Goff does become back to earth, we can still have a strong season seven and ten. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I think every coach just says, just don't turn the ball over. <laughs> Should be game plan number one. It's seven and ten. I like it. Burn. Uh, I got the same thing as Smith. I'm st- I'm looking at 11 and six for this year. Flip-flop that, 6-11. and 6-11? and 11. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy! <laughs> Jim LaFleur says, uh, wide receivers St. Brown and Marvin Jones Jr., these guys are great targets. Calm down, Professor okay. Steve. Marvin St. Jr. Bruno. The Lions, and I don't want this to happen. They are one injury away in that wide receiver room from having the worst wide receiver corpse in the NFL. Yeah. He used the word corpse because I yeah, think that's a pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> Put it on your list. <laughs> also, since we're on the air, I'm still taking applicants for a new best friend. hey <laughs> And I will happily relinquish that. I think that job posting might be open for a while. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Um, yeah, I mean, St. Brown... He is definitely a true number one, but I mean, he's on, I don't think he's like the top five running or wide receivers in the game. So like, that's so, your number one, which is great. Yep. Who's, in, who's else? Jamison Williams gone for six games because he's an idiot. And you got Marvin Jones Jr. It's a, it's a great point because the problem is, is that you're looking at Laporta, our tight end, who's a rookie, which rookie, rookie yep. tight ends don't do well. And you're looking Sit at him for a year. <laughs> Now he doesn't set the tight end. And, right and you're looking at Jameer Gibbs, who is supposed to be an electric pass catcher, but again, a rookie. I completely agree that we are one injury away from having in, uh, problem in the wide receiver room. I also believe that Brad Holmes, our GM, is not done acquiring talent for this year. Go Rams. He has like the third most cap space this year. Uh, I also have a hot take. Uh, Jones, the defensive tackle for the Chiefs, will be coming to the Lions after the wow. game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Like, what is Kansas City doing? Like, you got to pay that guy, right? Yes, like, 100%. Uh, Patrick Mahomes took a pay cut so that they could pay him, take Tra- the money. Travis Kelsey said so, uh, he didn't take more money because he likes to win. He's like, well, yeah, can I go make my bag? Yeah, but it's not going to be as much fun. I'm not going to have Apparently, Chris to Jones win. doesn't have that so, same opinion. If you know this, please hold on so we can have the other guesses. Chris Jones on the field makes the Chiefs the most efficient at getting after the quarterback at a percentage uh, for pressures. Him off the field makes them the 28th rank. So he goes from first to 28th. What do you think percentage-wise is the difference between the first and percentage mm. and the 28th percentage because this, this i heard this and it, it reveals a lot about football so if you know hold on to it but i don't know if it's going to be fucking huge or minuscule i don't know i don't know i'm gonna so go first, minuscule first is first is 32 percent. you think it's 32 percent pressure on the quarterback what does him off the field falling back to 28th as kansas city go to 26 percent. yeah i was gonna say like 27 like, what was first 32 17 uh, 30.1 it's 28. Yeah. All right. So the all right. Dip, right. And so you think about that, the difference between the best pressure 
and the 28th, so I'm going to say almost the worst, is only 4%. I just thought that was wild that it was that tight. That's how close we're talking about the game of football is that close. Well, what's funny is that Aaron Donald, who's also a generational talent, one of the best defensive players of all time, go Rams, uh, they needed that 4% in the Super Bowl to get... (laughs) What are you laughing at? You're absolutely okay. Right. Why do we turn this on? Everyone's just watching the TV. You know, no one can see it. Talk to, talk to Marty. Marty, okay. sorry. <laughs> Marty, talk. Well, yeah, okay, because I look up at Geiger and there's a commercial for something I've never seen before, and he's got his phone out like an old person at Denny's on a Sunday taking pictures of it because it looked nice. Were you taking pictures of the TV? Yeah, there's a, a commercial. Okay. All right. a commercial for good. a restaurant. I don't know. I want to go there. Sue All me. Right. The, the advertising works. Sue me. Why do you have a seat right now? You're watching TV. You're taking pictures of the TV. Come on. He, am I not? I want a hot take. I, I want a hot take. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So we got a, kind of a wide variety. What'd you say? Six and ten? No, six and six and eleven for the Lions. Hot take that. <sighs> I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year, so it's not going to be a crazy hot take if they don't do good. I got a question for my Lions friends over here. What happens? Jordan Love comes up, stud, beat the Lions twice this year, plays great. They go eleven and they go twelve. The Packers go twelve and whatever. What do you What do you guys think? So give me the record of where the Lions end up that you want us to. Lions end up losing record, seven and nine. Seven and ten. And right, you're eight and nine. They go eight and nine. The Packers beat you twice. They go twelve and five. Right, no injuries. Right, everything's good. Yep, they just beat you twice. And Jordan Love looks. He goes. 40 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 94 Kiwi are. I, I think you take your medicine and kick the can for next year. <laughs> God, I love you Lions no, fans. because you're absolutely right. Whether it's whether it's the Bears or whether it's Green Bay with Jordan Love or whether it's Fields in Chicago that get the shit together, mm-hmm. the, as much as we want, as much as Lions fans, present party included, want to say the Lions are going to win the North and it's our year to shine, it's football. Mm-hmm. We play the games. We just don't bet on them and not play them. Yeah. Um, so to come out and say that one of those teams got hot, which wouldn't be out of the realm, and we go 8-9, and nine, yeah, it's going to be a disappointment, but I don't think you burn the place down. I mean, we split them last year. No, I, but I'm saying what if Jordan Love comes out and he's – I guess my question is, is what if Jordan Love comes out and he's like a stud? Like, you, okay. like he's well, then, like the next Aaron Rodgers kind of like – so you went Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. I know. I'm like, so wouldn't jealous. that just fucking kill you? I think that's so. That's a that's a greater NFL question rather than the Detroit Lions because I completely agree. If you oh put, no, as a Lions fan, yeah, that kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Like I'm sick of getting the shit kicked out of me by Green Bay in the division every year. But like, if they come out and kick our teeth in this year because Jordan Love's the next coming of Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. How am I? How the hell are we supposed to see that coming? No one, no sees, one that sees that coming. coming. But it sucks. Hell yeah, it sucks. So I'll go back to what you said, Marty. The Lions go eight and nine. What do you do? Go eight and nine. I'm fine with eight and nine. I'd like to see a winning record. But okay, here's here's the real question: Is how did we get to eight and nine? Because if we come out of the gate and we start one and six again, I got a lot of problems. They went one and six last year. I told you to fire Dan Campbell, and you told me I it was told a you it was a process, and now the process is here. So, so yeah, so we're one year further. They do the same thing. Uh, 
Coach hey, we, got, we got to have a lot of real looks on the inside at the top of what's going on. Brad Holmes top or Campbell top? Uh, Campbell. All right. Same page. I think Brad Holmes is doing Love God's me work. some Brad Holmes. Rams, Rams, Rams. Let's go. So my hearing, you say that Dan Campbell might be on the hot seat? No, I don't think he's going to be on the hot seat because I don't think that's going to happen. But if it does happen, but if he then, does, then is it a hot yeah, seat? What, what hot seat? What record do they have to go losing, for him to be on the hot losing seat? Losing record. No. So if they go eight and nine, yes. he's on the hot seat. Yes. Hmm. I'm not there. But if if we if we start one and six and then we do this bullshit at the end of the season where we all get hyped up for the beginning of the next season only to go one and six again, we got a problem with our coaching. Yeah. I'd say a losing record, and it's obvious that he lost a locker room because that's his number one thing is all the guys are behind him. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. Yep. All right. Other people on the hot seat. Geiger has Mike Tomlin on the hot Mike seat. Mike Tomlin, hot seat. The man has made the pass. <laughs> yeah. Again, please. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. What? For the, pe- <laughs> For the people in the back. Yeah, Geiger. What? No. No. You are talking about a franchise that has historically stayed behind their they, coach. They have. And they, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a great yes. franchise and very patient yeah. with their coaches. So, and patient with the, Yeah, I'll take one. So, patient with their coaches. He's won two goddamn Super Bowls. So give me this. No, I'm no, saying he has three coaches in the last 40 historically, years. Like, yeah, so historically. Historically. But, but that's I'll, not patience. They're just good. I want an explanation of why you think he's on the hot seat. All right. I'm glad you asked, Smith. If Mark would be so kind as to keep the Sounders to a maximum, I will not do that. Oh, bummer. Okay, go ahead. I said maximum. Um, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) zinger. Uh, But no, I mean, honestly, like the Pittsburgh Steelers doing like good football, but they're not going to that next level. So you have to ask yourself when, like, second year quarterback. It's their second year. Yeah, no, that's fair. But I mean, they're they're. Odds on favorite to be last in their division. So, so Geiger, are you putting Belichick on the hot seat as well? I think they're not going the next. No, one. I do think that Bill Belichick. All right, question. I think it's fair. I, I want an answer on everybody. Who's more on the hot seat, Belichick or Tomlin? Belichick. I think Belichick. Out of the two, Tomlin is Belichick and coach. Till he I dies. think I think Belichick will decide to hang up the ropes at some point, which I don't necessarily see in the future, but. Um, I think it's like I think there's a point where Belichick might hang it up just because he wants to go do something else. I think Kraft is quickly becoming sick of Bill Belichick's shit. Yeah, and I think it doesn't help that Tom Brady leaves Belichick. They make it to the playoffs, and then they get absolutely annihilated by Buffalo. Buffalo pitched the perfect game against Bill Belichick's defense, and since then, what have they done? The Nothing. Other, the other interesting thing was Belichick's. Picks for coordinators last year. Oh my god! So right, as Lions he's the only one that gets away with that. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna do it again. (laughs) Are you okay, Marty? So I I cannot disagree with you more about the Tomlin take. Like it's you're talking about franchise that make it to the playoffs. I think it's why. Like I I I don't think he's legitimately on the. Then why did you put it? (laughs) No, I I don't think he's gonna be fired. I don't think he's gonna be fired. But I think I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Lukewarm seat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think there's hotter seats. Like, I think Ron Riviera in Washington, that's a real hot seat. Dude, don't sleep on Washington. You heard it here first. I'm not kidding. Washington is going to be sneaky good. I think Sam Howell's going to have a pretty good year. Hell yes. I think there's 15 people who are on hotter seats than Mike Tomlin. <laughs> 15, that's half of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, think, that, I, I think, think that number's low. <laughs> how, hot, think, how hot do you think Mike McCarthy's hot seat is? 
Oh, his his seat should have been hot last year. The other thing, Agreed. the other wild card there is Jerry Jones is his owner. Yeah, that man will fire Jimmy Johnson. Jerry Jones has a couple of good years left in him. He wants to win that Here, Lombardi and bring it back to Dallas. Here's the Jerry Jones of it all. You said he'll fire. Uh, what did you just say, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson? Johnson after winning Super Bowls, right? Yeah. But he won't fire Jason Garrett for nine years when they don't do anything. Do you know why? Because Jason Garrett kisses his ass and does what he's told. And you know what Mike McCarthy does? The exact same thing. Mike McCarthy should have been fired last year. Agreed. And maybe even the year before. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a good coach, period. No. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson will be the next coach for Dallas. Yeah. Where'd, where'd Kellen Moore go? Uh, Chargers. Chargers. Chargers OC. Okay. Good for him. Speaking of a coach on the hot seat, Brandon Staley might be the worst coach in the NFL for the Chargers. He's yeah. so bad. He loses so games. So tired of him trying to be the smartest person in the room. I can't that's, stand him. That's what they're talking about. Kellen Moore being there might be the, the, the right bridge or the right plug and play to allow to keep him out of, keep his fingers out of the playbook. Yeah, sure. but <laughs> but it's like uh, running the clock out, not taking a timeout, mm-hmm. going for it on fourth. Hey, our our like, head, our head coach was not the best. Yeah, either. no, I I agree, but <laughs> our head coach also didn't have the Chargers team. At his yes. disposal. True. Yeah, the Chargers, they're stacked. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got a you got an amazing Keenan quarterback. Allen. You got a top yeah. quarterback, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler is just a beast. Yep. Yep. Like, hey, that's oh. that bell call ball, the bell call back that uh, we're talking about. Name? There's only three of them in the league. He's one of them. Yes, Nick he is. Bosa. I've had some bad injury luck in the past, too, so if they can stay healthy, they may be Every better. team has injuries, well, Rob. Every their team. stars are going out. Mm-hmm. Every team, every team. I think it's crazy that a lot more teams don't hire uh, like game yes. managers I, to help younger head coaches manage it, the game. Right. There's a lot going on. So there's a lot going on. I agree. On. So the Detroit Lions hired uh, Jack Fox, who was the old coach out in Denver, yep. who is the defensive assistant for the for the team. He said when he started coaching football, there were five player or five coaches total. He goes. There's five coaches in the secondary now. The team, like the teams of coaches, are now up in the 30s. I completely agree with you, Geiger. Why is there not an expert that's in there? Hey, coach, just so you know, here's the time. Here's your timeouts. Like, yeah. make it quick. Yeah. They, they they over communicate on everything. How is there not somebody managing the game and just being like, I'm not going to say it's analytics, but just keeping the coach locked in on situational yeah. football. Do you take hey, a timeout here? Denver, right? Denver did it with Hackett, and like all of a sudden, like they didn't too, win. Too late. It was way too late. But you're. I agree with what you're saying. Like, do you remember that first game with Hackett? Sorry, Smith. It was oh, so bad. So bad. It would have. He could have won the game, but yep. poor game management by the head coach cost and, him that. And we're yeah. talking about terrible head coaches needing this. I don't understand why good programs don't have this too. Like Agreed. just from a, every team should have somebody in charge of that. Do you yeah. think it's a pride thing? I'm just curious. No, I, like, I, th- I honestly think it's the evolution of the game that we're just not there yet, and we're getting there now. It's, yeah. it's starting yeah. out as bad coaches needing assistant, and then I think a coach like. Belichick, Tomlin, right? One of these great coaches is going to be like, yeah, I'll take one of those guys too. Yeah. Like, just, we're going to talk. Just, you you say words into my ear, I'm going to make the decision. But just let me know when we're within four minutes of uh, end of a game. Perfect. You and I are chatting. That's it. Four minutes, three timeouts. Yeah, yeah, right? You're just you're just chirping in my ear, and I'm going to ignore you for 99% of it. But that one time that you tell me is going to be the time that's going to save our ass. Yep. All right. Top five teams in the NFL. We're going to start bombing through some of this. We got They're all in the minutes. AFC. Every single team's in the AFC. Wrong. No, I think Philly's got to be yeah, in that conversation. 
All right. 100%. We'll, we'll, we'll round table it. We'll go this way. We'll, we'll Tarantino it. Do you even have anything? No, I'm not prepared okay. for that. Okay. <laughs> Do you have, just name some teams uh, off know, that I, you uh, like. Uh, I would say <laughs> Chiefs, Bills, um, Bengals. Yep. Um, Eagles. And then, <laughs> I got there we go. Okay. <laughs> Rob. Er, no, I thought you had maybe had something. No, I'm nope. just saying no. Okay. Okay. Rob, do you have a top five? Anything? He named my top four. Okay. The fifth is just revolving. I I genuinely think that the top five teams are in the AFC. You can right. name any. You can name seven teams in the AFC, and the only team in the NFC that's going to be better than them is the Eagles. I would disagree with that. But you do you want to throw San Francisco in there? Yes. With a questionable quarterback. Yes. Rob, like I, I think anybody can play in that deep, or in that offense, yeah. and they got so many weapons with CMC. Samuel. I mean, they just they just got yep. a lot. Right, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, you got, but they're not going to match up to that top five. They're uh, solid. Oh, and they six. also have yeah. the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, that helps. And they just paid you, Bosa. You, you, and they you saw just... last year that they're not going to match up to the top teams in the NFL. No, I disagree with that. They they played I disagree. Philly for they the played Philly in the NFC Championship game, and they their quarterback got hurt. Their third they, string quarterback they got didn't hurt. Didn't have a quarterback. They were they direct. They were direct snapping to Christian McCaffrey. It was. That was hard to watch because, yes. like, you just felt so bad for him. And, and my only thing that I'm saying is that I completely agree for last year. I'm mm-hmm. saying that this year I think there's a fall off from the San Francisco 49ers. Fair. I don't think so. I have them in the top ten. Yeah. But, oh, you said you said top five. Oh, I, I'm talking about top ten. No, in the top five, it's Philadelphia and four other AFC teams, 100%. Right. That, that's what I'm saying is your question was top five. That's where I was yeah. saying – I think you can name five AFC teams. And oh, I, I understand, okay. I understand yes. why you're throwing the Eagles in, and I don't disagree with you in the least, but I'm saying that the AFC is that stacked. Do you have a ranking like one, two, three, four, five? I do not. Okay. Do you have a ranking one, two, three, four, five? No, but I mean, the easy for me, it's KC. And then I think Philly's, until somebody proves us differently, I think Philly's second. So who's three? Uh, Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to be. So. I'm I'm playing. Here's my problem. I don't know where to put the Jets right now. Ooh, that's uh, a good kinky. I don't know where to put the Jets, but I kind of like want to get them into the top five, which I know is might be a bold call and maybe getting a little bit ahead of myself. But I mean, they were they were there last year. Who do you like better, Buffalo or Jets? Jets. Jets. More complete team. Jets right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if Rodgers does what Rodgers can do. And yeah, it was it was wild that the Bills lost their offensive coordinator last year, and you saw the turnover machine that they became. Yeah, my problem with the in Bills, the red zone, Josh Allen's so bad. Yeah, every single year we're like, this is the Bills' years. No, this is the Bills' year. But now, now I'm at the point where like this is Lions' year. This isn't there <laughs> anything five, five. until they go and take it. Yeah, Mark, let's hear your top five. My top five. I got Kansas City number one. Unquestionable. Unquestionable. I mean. I wish I had that sounder about you going Kansas City. Where yeah. do you think Kansas City goes this year? Uh, Dead top, last? Number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Sometimes you got They're singing the national anthem over here. We got to get going. We got to get, get going. Go. All right. Uh, I have Kansas City, Eagles, San Francisco, Bengals, Ravens. That's they, what I have oh, my top Ravens. five. Yeah. I think Ravens are going to be good. Oh, Lamar right. got paid. He's healthy. Uh, are you concerned John about Harbaugh. going to the Bengals? Are you concerned about their quarterback? No, no, no. He's he's starting week one. He should be fine. Uh, I Joe Burrow is just a dog. 
and their wide receivers are just so good. They got the best wide receiving core in the, Chase, the country. Higgins and then Boyd. Boyd, yeah. I mean, there's that's the best. It's the complete inverse of what the Lions have. Agreed. Yeah. So, we, and keep in mind, we're not putting them in the same category. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, well, I'm not either. I'm just saying. We talked about this last year. No Lions fans said the Lions. <laughs> What's your five? So my five would be the Chiefs, Bengals. Got the 49ers in there. I, I do have them in there just just based on that defense. It's so good. It, it is. It is so good. And I mean, I want to see the Jets in there too. So you don't. Have, you you say the Eagles and, and the that, Eagles. So that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's my last. One. I had to count. I thought I had six because I so said show that's, me the. That's body. a really good point. When let, let's just do this. Baltimore Ravens or San Francisco? Who's better? Because, I mean, that's kind of... Well, I have teetering. them both in my top five. Uh, I would say San Francisco. You have San Francisco in your top five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kansas City, Eagles, San Francisco, Bengals, Ravens. I, that's a great top five. I, de- I yeah, didn't so put like Buffalo in because I don't trust them. Buffalo, yeah. Okay. I don't trust them. I also think that Jacksonville can be a sneaky pick. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll say this. Uh... Doug Peterson just goes places and wins games. And somehow he doesn't stay there long. I'm not really sure why. Is it because he's a little goofy? It could be. I don't I don't know. Quarter, your coach talks about biting kneecaps and cries at when he wins games. Like we cry everyone's when we lose a, games too though. Everyone everyone's a little goofy. Yeah. I uh I don't know. But like he just showed up. I mean, that team and that franchise was a shit show. And Hardcore. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. I mean, the also, brown, the Browns, uh, who the the Browns when they brought that head coach in and he got into a fight with his offensive coordinator and they just had to fire everybody and then they went one in thirty two over the course of Freddie Kitchen. Freddie Kitchen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good pull. Look at me, really good pull. Like I did and then, uh, <laughs> Todd Haley. Todd Haley was the OC. Todd Haley, I don't know that. Yeah, name. yeah. Anyways. Uh, but man, he just showed up and like righted the ship, like real quick. Yeah, they're in the worst division in football too, so they're going to get that division helps. wins. Yeah, they're going to get six wins just right. like that. The AFC South is pathetic, but you know what isn't pathetic in the AFC? Literally everyone else. It is insane. That's why I have five of them in my top five. I, I know. I <laughs> okay in my top ten. I have eight of them in yeah, my top ten. And I think I think that's completely accurate. It's it's wild the t- quarterback talent. In the AFC compared to the NFC, just looking at the quarterbacks alone, it's yeah. absolutely wild. And yeah. we used to say that the NFC was more defensive driven, right? But it's not living up to the offense yeah. in the yeah. AFC. Here's to, to Smith's point, which is a great one. Here's what we got for quarterbacks in the AFC. If you're an NFC fan, you should feel really, really lucky that you're in that uh, div- or conference. We got Patrick Mahomes, Hall of Famer, Joe Burrow, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Uh, why am I forgetting what Buffalo's guy's name is? Josh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen, Pro Bowler, Pro Bowler. <laughs> Tua, Tua, when healthy, was Dead. an MVP. Was, an, <laughs> was on the MVP track. Not injured. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Famer. Uh, I have Miami in here twice. They're so good, I guess. Uh, Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Those are the quarterbacks. Future Hall of Famers. <laughs> A lot of Hall of Famers getting thrown around here. Yeah. Wow. Uh. So the then, NFC, we have Jalen Hurts for done. quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, done. and you're done. And you're done. Maybe yeah. Kirk Cousins somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, right. you're, you're done. His, his stats say he's great. 
Yeah. I mean, his, his record at 4 p.m. says he's hot garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. His, his record at 8 p.m. says no, he's hot okay, garbage. Fine. Anytime after one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anytime after midday snack. He's like, he's like fucking Gizmo. He's gonna turn into a goddamn gremlin. He's, he's a little boy that needs a nap at 4 p.m. And yeah, he doesn't get it. He's garbage. It's so weird. Yeah, Mark. To your point, there are, and I legitimately think that maybe not everybody's a Hall of Famer in the AFC, <laughs> but legitimately four of them are. And yeah. then, as you said, you you named Jalen Hurts in the NFC, and then you go, and? And, and then you just, them. I mean, the, it's a cliff. You're talking about, like, uh, uh, Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, for God's sake. No. Josh Daniels, or not Josh Daniels. Uh, that, that's the Las Vegas Raiders coach. Daniels, whatever. Daniel Jones. Like, I mean, those are the quarterbacks you're talking about, for God's sake. I don't even know who the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is. Does anyone know that? No, it used to be Tom Brady. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. It's Baker, Baker Mayfield, yeah. perfect. So, yeah. One year no, contract, yeah. Not, not Hall of Famer, not Hall of Famer. <laughs> but he can get you a great rate on your insurance. <laughs> Yikes! I'm trying to think of his insurance. Okay, do you have something you want to put in here? You're done. Your Brad's done. Uh, let's go for some predictions. We're not going to have time for a break. We're just going to power right through all of this. Uh, predictions. Any comeback teams? Teams that uh, are going to be sneaky that you don't see coming. Uh, you said what I was thinking there earlier. I think Jacksonville might take ne- the next step again. Yeah, I think Jacksonville could really make that next next push forward. Yeah. This they season, came. you're not the only person who said Washington. I don't see it yet. Oh, don't sleep on Washington. I, I don't. I it, and, and personally, it's a franchise. Right? You're talking about you talking New about owners. Pittsburgh. Snyder's out. I don't think you can. Howell is in. I don't, think, I don't think you can bleach those hallways in a year. Scary Terry, man. Oh. Scary Terry. Dude, they got a good defense, too. I'm just saying. Do they? Yes. New offensive coordinator. Magic Johnson. Part of the owners. Eric Bieniemy. Let's go. Yeah. That don't matter. Oh, that's true. No, that matters. Mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy definitely matters. That matters. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, okay hold on. Let's, we're going to learn this season. Does he matter or not? Oh. Right. For, so that, was, that was a big that's move, true. right? From Kansas City's standpoint yeah. and then also from Washington. True. Now he's that's all a, in place. That's a great, that's a great point. So, what was... I can't believe he didn't take a head coaching job somewhere. So I've always heard that he was waiting for Andy Reid to retire. Oh, that, was, that he was going to wait. That's two... forcing cheeseburgers on his throat. <laughs> now yeah, stop he, winning Super Bowls. He, he's he's retire. He is one hamburger away from a heart attack. Yeah. Don't worry, he's just getting hamburgers, not cheeseburgers anymore. Extend the life. So that, that's why I heard it's thirty cents at McDonald's. <laughs> that's what I heard was that he was waiting in the wings, learning. Waiting for Andy Reid to retire and then be able to just step right in and, and have no like like a smooth transition. A smooth transition, no different than Brett Favre, Darren Rodgers. If you could do that with your head coach and just keep it pushing with Patrick Mahomes, franchise for life. Yep, uh, my sneaky team, and this is strictly because of my fantasy football team. Detroit oh Lions. God! Detroit Lions. <laughs> no, God no! Ha! No, that's that's not. It at all? No, I I don't think I don't think the Lions can be a sneaky team because can't have so, this much hype. There's so much hype around them, like not just Michigan hype, not like the normal hype that you guys have, but like I listen to a lot of ESPN, everybody, national radio, and they're like, "Watch out for the Lions! Watch out for the Lions!" That would I mean the expectations. Nothing is better in the world than low ex having someone have low expectations of you because you know what you can do. You can break through and shatter your low expectations. What's really bad is when you have super high expectations and you fall short. I, and I just see. I, I hear everything that you say, and I can understand when it goes bad. It's going to be easy to say that. 
But what Marty said is true. We want to be here. So mm-hmm. you're here. You have it. Now it's you're here. Yeah. Right? Like show up, do it. Hey. So for so long, and I mean so long, we've been terrible. So we're here. We have expectations. It's time mm-hmm. for us to do it. Mm-hmm. It's fun to be a Lions fan right now. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy but, it. But I'm going to say even above being fun, this is what we wanted. So we're here. We're against Kansas City. We, <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> a little behind-the-scenes action here. Uh, so as you said, expectations are high. We don't know if we're going to be able to manage them, but this is what we wanted. So here we are. Yeah. Detroit hasn't won an opening, a season-opening game since 2017. So Do they win tonight? I'm going to back up even further. There is, we have tied our opening season game more recently than we have won our opening season game. So it will be interesting. Do they win tonight? They do win tonight. Wow. And you know what's going to be on the game? Our commercials. And we actually have a commercial right here. The most exciting topic in Michigan oh, are the new Detroit really? Lions. This is like from 2017. The worst franchise in the history of professional no, sports <laughs> has finally turned it all around. The losing attitudes are long gone. As fans are now proudly saying, bitch, I'm a lion. <laughs> Grown men are bursting with an excitement yeah. they've never felt before. A Lions team that has a chance of making it to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. And it all stems from the values of their head coach, Dan Campbell, who has all of Detroit fired up. Now some naysayers will declare that the team hasn't actually won anything yet. And that this is just a setup for an epic same old Lions fail. But times have changed. Detroit be Super Bowl champions. So when the season opens up, for the first time ever, NFL teams are going to fear the Detroit Lions, who are going to win the Super Bowl. And if they don't, their fans will still identify as Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Detroit Lions fans, identifying as Super Bowl champions for the first time ever. It's pure Michigan. It's pure Michigan. <laughs> Hang the banner, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Build the statue. I mean, but that, that is where we're at. The hype train is so high. And I just, for all of my friends, I am rooting for the Lions, because unlike my good friend Geiger and Adam, who just want to watch them lose every game as much as possible. Not by me. <laughs> uh, I just don't, uh, I'm just worried. I'm just worried because the hype train has never been higher. As yeah. a Lions fan who's on that hype train, I'm worried too. Sure, but right? it's good I'm to not, be on it, right? It's good to be on it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's not just Lions fans, like, Go watch Sports Center. Go watch Rich Rising. Go yeah. watch anybody that talks about sports. Like, they all well, kinda, we talk about sports. They all kinda, <laughs> they, yeah, I know, but like, talks about sports for a living. Yeah. They're all kind of on it. Uh, so, I'm going to enjoy it. The only reason I would want the Lions to have a good season is for my friend's mental health. Because um, <laughs> I see you guys so pumped and so psyched, and I just know what's around that corner for it you kill guys. You. And it, it makes me sad. Like, Here's, Man. here's the don't, wild thing. Don't get sad before we have to. This is the wild thing. This is our biggest game of the season. No. Yes. No, it's this, you, you mean to tell me that this is diff. not the biggest game of the season? No. It's opening day against Kansas City. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're talking about like primetime stuff like that, like, yeah, it's the biggest game. The biggest game of the season is the last game when you need to win it to get into the playoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest or, game of the or season. A, or, or a playoff spot. game. No, okay. Yeah. Oh. 
Yes, no shit. What about the I'm Super? What about the Super Bowl? Play. Hey, you're the one that says it. Yeah, Welcome yeah, to the yeah, podcast. Yeah. You can't say this is the biggest game, and then we say two other things, and you go, "Yeah, no shit." But <laughs> that's true. I hate to agree I, with Marty. You okay, know that. I'm saying that you pick. You look at the schedule. What game is the biggest game on the schedule? Yeah, week, you want to pick the yeah week 17 as you're winning to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, what happens when you win in week 16 and you're not playing anybody in 17? Then that's the biggest game. Right. So Whatever game you need to win to get into the playoffs, that's the biggest right, game. Right, and I'm saying that this is the biggest game because just as you said, we need to see where we stand against So if you win chance. this game but don't make the playoffs. Somebody called the Wambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a big game because it shows that the Lions are have enough clout now that they can get into the game. Which makes it the biggest game of the season. How about this? Biggest game of the season so far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Smith's gone. We got an open mic. (laughs) Yeah, an open mic. (laughs) I think this game does set the stage for Detroit's hopes on a national... Now Smith is like, now you say that, Geiger? (laughs) Now you say that? Well, he's not here. Yeah. Nice things. Oh, I never say nice things to Smith's face. No. Only behind his back. Why wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah, that was a humbling. You already lost your mic, Smith. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beaten by his own brother in law. Wow. Wow. Uh, all right, Raiders. Raiders, let's go. 12 and 6. Oh, my God. The nerve, the audacity, the the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy. 12 and 6, McDaniels is fired in the gate. They can't afford to fire him. They would have done that last year. Playoff appearance, McDaniels is still fired. Talk hey, about we've it. done it before, baby. Let's he do it is again. on the hot seat 100 percent Get him out of there. Uh, Rams 7 and 10. I'm happy. Mail it in. They're not going anywhere this year. I'm just happy if they keep people healthy and can compete. 7 and 10. Let's go. Rams won a Super Bowl. I'm happy. All right. We got like 10 minutes. Quick fantasy roundtable. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we doing with the, the teams? You got happy with your teams, not happy with your teams? My team's fine, except for uh, Kelsey's out tonight, which you never hate. You never like to see your number one draft uh, drafted player. On what number bench. did you draft at? One or five. I don't remember. Five. Okay. I think it was five. Five. Um, so, yeah, don't love my team. Don't hate my team. We'll pull some shit together and make a push in December or January. Are you done talking for the day? I'm done He's talk- back. I'm done talking to Rob. Uh, <laughs> That's his name? Uh, Rhonda. 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 It's Rhonda with an A. Uh, <laughs> I had the fourth pick, and I have CMC, and I'm loving it. Let's go. Okay. San Francisco. That's all you got is CMC, and then you got, like, that's, a bunch of seconds. That's all he needs. Yeah, fair enough. Rod? Happy with my team. I think Jordan Addison's going to be the big breakout player. Yeah, you can't spin that. You got to talk right in. Hey, I think yeah, ESPN projected me as number one in the league, though. So. I believe it. Oh, yeah. Number one in pick em, number one go. in the league. Let's go. I'm playing Dustin week one, so that's cool. Oh, oh boy. Do you guys see any of you have people in? I don't. Tonight? Tonight. No. No, no Lions? And that's why you're wow. going to see them. Uh, and Bernie's Stone Cold Lock of the Pick of the Century of the Week. Are, are you doing that? Are you doing that? Doing that? We don't, don't, don't know. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, you don't get to go. Of course, of course I am. I'm going to do it every single week. Yeah, 3 years ago it, you I said, never said every bullshit. Bullshit. You didn't you said the that. And you were supposed to remind him every Wednesday. And uh, guess what happened? We got two 
Bernie Geiger Stone Cold Fun Run Race for the Career Rabies Lock of the Century of the Week. Oh, no, I, I kept naming rights on that. It's still Bernie's no, cone. No, I reminded Bernie. Yes. I gave true. Bernie suggestions. Not well, him. he never did them either. No, when I sent him suggestions, he did them. Okay. And that was for fantasy football. No time. No time. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy football, go. Uh, I got Justin Jefferson. I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, you had the number one? Who'd you take number, whatever, 20th then? I don't fucking remember. Somebody who was suspended, I think. All right. <laughs> you guys did new zero research for this podcast. You gave it to us today. The only people who like to talk about fantasy football are in this. Hell yes. And all of our thousands of viewers. Oh, yeah, no. viewers. Shout Tens? out to you. All our dozens of viewers. Oh, I would suck. Never mind. For <laughs> a dozen viewers? Let's go. Uh, Shout out to you, Indonesia. Weird year for me for fantasy football because I had the 10 pick. Ooh. So I was right on the turn. I think I did like St. Brown and the Steelers running back. Or no, I did Nick Chubb. Mm. And then came back around and got Devontae Smith and the Steelers running back, which... Najee Harris. Najee Harris. So, uh, I don't really have flashy. There wasn't a lot of room for flat. Nick Chubb's good. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a beast. So, I think I am, like, middle of the road right now. I see how that goes. I'm curious to see how Cleveland's offense, if Deshaun Watson can can be what he, like, 80% of what he was in Houston, dude, you might want to watch out for the Browns as much as I hate to say, I'll say that. I'll say this. We were just talking real quick, and then I'll quit talking. We were just talking about how there's, like, not a lot of bell cows in the NFL. I think, like, Chubb and... Barkley. Barkley, Eckler. and then the guy from the Steelers. Like, who's pushing him for reps? Uh, Najee Harris. There's there's someone else there. Ooh. That's why he didn't get drafted in the first round of fantasy football. Sure, but, like, I mean, really, who's pressing him for reps? I don't know. Yeah, Because exactly. I don't know anything about Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, P to P, right? Pickett to Pickens to Pickett. Uh, reverse Pickens? that. Pickens to pay, Pickens. Oh my God! Okay, we have to get off. Pick, that. All right, Mark, talk about your fantasy football team. I got Justice Fields. Don't sleep on him. Don't you can't sleep on Justin Fields. I've been saying that for a year. A year. <laughs> a year. I think Since like last year. year. Yeah, year. Don't sleep on Justin Fields. Uh, I got Barkley, Diggs, and Stevenson. So Zeke. Going to New England, didn't love that. Like <laughs> I love that. It felt a lot better when it was Stevenson, Bell Cow, he's a beast. Zeke was being his fat old self in Cowboy Land, and then that kind of fucks some stuff up. And I got two Lions going tonight. Oh, let's oh. go. Who are you playing? Uh, I got uh, I'm no, on no. St. Brown, oh, yep. and then I put in David Montgomery. I got Laporta on the bench. Mm. Who I'm saying, who are you playing in fantasy football? You. Good luck. Uh, all right. Top five players in 2023 to watch. Not necessarily like the best, but like some breakout potential. Anyone have anything to say? I think your comment on Watson is one is is on that list. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Yep. Just to be able to see what he is. Is he a shell of himself or is he the real deal? Right. I think that's a really good one. Kind of along the same lines. I think Russell Wilson's going to be better than last year. He I know he be. can't be worse, literally. I mean, he's like the worst. He's available. Player. He's on the waiver wire. Cool. <laughs> I want a Super Bowl with him. Go pick him up. Oh, I want a Super Bowl with him, too. Yeah. Or I want a, a championship with Russell yeah. Wilson. I needed him all of that I've last week. three times now. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. He's not really like someone that's done terrible, terrible, but I'm really curious if you take the next step. 
going back to teams to watch is Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. I have Jaguars running back Travis Etienne. Now that yeah. he's healthy, I'm curious to see how he can do because he's a really good running back. He just got hurt. Uh, and then I think Jamar Gibbs, I think, is a really weird, kinky problem. Or not, or could be a kinky problem for defenses to deal with. Sure. But he's a rookie, and you just don't know. <laughs> he play. could be... He could be garbage. We don't know yet. There's, uh, there's always one rookie running back that goes for a thousand yards. The problem is all the other ones don't. Yep. And so you just don't know. And where this you're was be a on. strong class, like that Bajan Robinson. Oh yeah, uh, and Atlanta. Jamar Gibbs, and then there's one more that I'm not thinking about. But yeah, uh, I say you watch out for Justin Fields. I think he's going to run all over the place on you people. Uh, yeah, he did such a good job last year. Does he stay? Yeah, he did up? do. He did great. Yeah. He was like a top seven wide er, quarterback. So I know In you're fantasy? being facetious. Like 50 points a week. Yeah, I know you're being facetious, but you're wrong. Their team sucks. Oh, or sucks. Okay. No, no, I'm saying fantasy. This is all uh, fantasy world. Okay. Uh, last thing to talk about, which I think is a really interesting topic, and we can talk about it more next podcast before the game get, goes on, but the running back wide receiver position it's so weird how it just we talked about flipped. this a little bit when we were yeah. talking about them holding out and it's just not it's just okay so i have a little little nugget for you guys five years ago so 2018 in the adp top 10 or top eight picks in fantasy football all running back guess how many were running backs eight seven seven. Oh, is antonio brown in there no, I don't, I don't remember who, though. I don't have the, that information. I was running out of paper. Uh, literally, I didn't have another piece of paper in my printer. That's why my kids' That's why my kids' writing is on the back of this, because I needed a piece of paper. Do you have the seven listed there? I don't. Okay. Um, but it's like Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley. I don't remember anyone Le'Veon. else. Maybe Le'Veon Bell. Uh, fast forward, 2023. Top eight picks. You want to guess how it's spread out? Anyone? Uh, five wide receivers. Four and four. Five wide receivers, three running backs, one quarterback. And a tight end. And a oh, okay. <laughs> that's that number one, that's nine, not eight. Four five four five. or five three one is yeah. nine. And I'm gonna go four end. and four, but if you want to throw a tight end in there. No, I'm counting I'm counting the tight yeah. end as a yeah. catcher. No, that's yeah, I mean that's so a sport. catchers are in baseball. Four wide receivers. Four wide receivers, three running backs, and a tight end. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Five years, running backs, they're just not the commodity they are. Those running backs are big-time pass catchers. Yeah. Look yeah, Austin yeah, Eckler, right? Well, and some of that with fantasy, too, is the, everyone likes playing PPR now, too. So Between PPR and what the league has done with freeing up the secondary or yeah. clamping down on the secondary so they can't get handsy with the wide receivers. You think one at one point it will go down to like .5 PPR instead of a full point to try to like balance it again? They have that. We could I do it. I think you need to talk to your commissioner about that. You know, no, we, I mean like in, in general. I know I know I can talk to Mark and he can do it. Thank you. Uh, but like in general, like PPR got really popular. After this year, I'll look, I'll look at it and I'll see if it's so skewed then maybe we go down to half PPR. But we'll have to talk to the committee. I also think, much like in NFL, in our fantasy, we want to see big scores. So yes. Why are we going to go from 150s to look at a 70 to 69 match? Nobody's going to want to see that. I actually don't sure, really care. Wants to see that. I don't really care about big scores in fantasy football. I, I care about close scores, personally, me. Like, I like it to be balanced, balanced more than. Nothing worse than getting doubled up on. Yeah. 
<laughs> you would know. All right, no, uh, no, no, no. all right, we don't have any rapid fire questions, so I I, I have one. Hold on. Oh. Well, I don't know where I put this. Uh, where's our freaking thing? <laughs> that's that's the rapid fire music. Okay, real quick, everyone going around. What would win in a fight? A bear or a shark? Neutral playing ground space. Bear or shark? Shark. Bear. Shark. Bear. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm sorry. It's got to be a bear, right? Yeah, 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 he's, he's, got, he's got more claws. He's got more claws. He's got one mouth. You got one. One bite. Everyone knows the rule. Neutral space. In space, that's a big one. I like Marty's comment. One bite. Everybody knows All right, see you. Hey, happy NFL football. Let's go. Let's win, baby.